And at one point I started um, auditing my account um, and pulling my monthly statements. And I realized that I was spending $2,500 a month on Uber Eats and Grubhub and DoorDash. Yes. And I had it, but I was like, girl, what is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Amber. And hi, I'm Brenda. And this is the Minority Millennial Money Podcast. Millennial Money Podcast, and today we're going to talk about one of the foundational topics in personal finance, and that is budgeting. And there's certainly a lot out there on the internet, but we just wanted to talk more about why it's important and how it has changed our trajectory in our personal finance decisions and where we are today. So, Amber, I just want to ask you, what do you do as far as budgeting? Like, are you using an app or spreadsheet, paper and pen? Taking a stone, whiteboard. <laughs> Definitely not a whiteboard. Um, so, I mean, my budgeting is pretty simple. I invest, uh, put all my money into investments that I'm going to put in, and then the rest is my discretionary income. So, every single time I get paid, the money goes to my investments first, and then the rest of the money I have to spend. If I'm out of money, I'm out of money, right? So, I like to keep a very low amount of money in my checking account so that I feel like. I can't afford it, <laughs> which uh, I think it really helps because I invest a lot every month. And so um, it's just easier to get that out of the way. So I think a lot of people do the opposite where they'll spend all their money and then whatever they have left, they'll save or invest. But if you flip it, um, I think things will be a lot better as far as your savings and investing. And I think we both, you know, we've talked about when we plan to retire, I plan to retire at 50. So um, it's possible. I mean, actually, probably I'm going to uh, be able to retire probably a few years even earlier than that if I want to, um, based on how things are going now. So that's pretty much my budget. Um, I mean, I pretty much do automatic payments for everything. Um, so I make sure that I have like a little bit of a buffer there so that, you know, I'm not at zero and my, you know, rent's coming out or something like that. Um right. But other than that, that's pretty much my budget. What What do you do? I have tried the apps like Truebill and the Dave Ramsey app. I can't remember the name right now. Or I've heard of YNAB, You Need a Budget as well. But I feel like I have a lot of other apps I'm already on <laughs> my phone. And it was just easier for me to keep an Excel spreadsheet. And we'll show a template of it here in a second. But I did want to talk a little bit about why budgeting is important. And I often meet, and I think you do too, people who want help with their money, but they don't even know, A, how much they make on a regular basis, and they don't know how much they spend or how much they need to just pay their fixed expenses, being like rent, utilities, insurance, car payment if you have one, Netflix, Spotify, all of the little bills that add up. 
you need to know how much you need per month to live because you also need to make an emergency fund. And that needs to be three to six times as much as how much you need to live per month. So we can get into emergency funds later, but I just wanted to give whoever is hearing this that needs the wake up call that you need to come face to face with how much it takes for you to live your life and how much it takes for you to live the lifestyle that you have. Perhaps you like to go out to drink at bars every weekend. Right now, maybe not so much because it's COVID, but maybe you have an online shopping problem, which I can totally relate with. But do you have the money to do that? Or are you putting it on credit? And how much can you allow yourself to have? Because if you are borrowing money to support your lifestyle, you are living beyond your means. And the whole point of having a budget is to not live beyond your means. Because once you start doing that, your life and your time belong to someone else. So that's a really good point. And I want to piggyback on that. So, you know, I was just telling you about, you know, how I do my budget. And at one point I started um, auditing my account um, and pulling my monthly statements. And I realized that I was spending $2,500 a month on Uber Eats and Grubhub and DoorDash. Yes. And I had it, but I was like, girl, what is wrong with you? (laughs) What are you doing? Like, are you ordering? What are you ordering? I don't understand. You know, like, so first of all, I started ordering Uber Eats to work because I was working in downtown Chicago and I was so busy. I didn't have time really to eat or to figure it out. So I would be in meetings, like ordering Uber Eats and then go downstairs, get my food and eat it at work. And I was like, top quality sushi, fresh fish, get in some salmon, um, you know, all types of crazy stuff. And then same thing, I was so busy because I was working like, I don't know, 12, 14 hour days and I would get home and have to work my second job. And so I would just be ordering, like stuff would be coming and I would be ordering it. I never went to get groceries. When when the pandemic first hit, I was like, what do I do? How do I get groceries? Like, I was just like, I don't know what to do. How do I go to the store? I was like, what should I, like, buy? Like, I, just, I never had groceries. So I was just like, there's all these things. random foods in this store, and I don't yeah. know what to do. <laughs> Why so are you putting all this food back? out? getting like canned ravioli I'm like the last time I went grocery shopping was when I didn't have money so I'm like what do I get from the store (laughs) oh you're brand new now you don't know the store oh you're too good at the grocery store do they have sushi grade salmon (laughs) (laughs) you're like excuse me the nigiri aisle (laughs) how do I make table you guys at home This is crazy. Where's the ribeye? <laughs> <laughs> I know, okay, but it so, and it was so ridiculous. So it's sometimes it can happen where you do have the money, but you should not spend it that way. That's ridiculous. It gets out of control for real. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I definitely have had the same problem with Amazon, which is why I quit Amazon for the month of January. But mm. um But yeah, I think that the main, the principle is that you should have the awareness of how much money you need, right? And then for me, you know, and let's just go ahead and show the spreadsheet. Um, 
Amber's going to share her screen. And for those of us that are just listening to us, this is just a spreadsheet in which the first column has my bills. And I happen to write the date that it gets pulled right next to it. And then I have a column for each payday. So if you get paid weekly, you can put, you know, February 7th, which would be uh, is a Sunday, but then February 21st would be the next payday. And then I just make sure that for that payday, the money for that bill is going to be there, right? So I put in, for example, like if rent is due on the 30th or the 1st, then I would put it in the February 21st box because I need to have the money from February 21st be used for my rent. And so this is a really simple way to use an Excel spreadsheet. And then at the bottom in the red row and the green row, I have total income and total expenses. And I put little formulas in there. So I personally have multiple sources of income. And so I have different rows from which I use like an equal sum. You just have Excel add up the numbers for you. And that will go in my total income column and then my bills will add up. So I use Excel formulas. And I mean, I can give a more detailed tutorial on that, but you can also just write it in, add it up yourself and write it in and make sure that your total income is higher than your total expenses. Um, and I have my Roth IRA contributions and my taxable brokerage contributions already built into my fixed expenses. So like you, Amber, you invest first. I just make sure I invest every paycheck, right? Mm -hmm. So I have a fixed amount and I actually have my brokerage just automatically withdraw it every week. Um, and that works for me because I know that that's part of my bills, right? It doesn't change. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. And I don't have an excuse not to do it. And it also keeps me from spending too much. Now, I do use a credit card for my daily expenses, and I just keep track of how much I'm spending, and I pay it weekly. So I don't know, how do you track, like, your regular spending? Do you put it on credit and then pay it quickly, or? No, I do everything basically through my debit card. Um, I mean, I, I have a similar Excel spreadsheet where, just from my knowledge, how much discretionary income I have, just so I kind of just have an idea. And then I have a separate spreadsheet for all of my brokerage and retirement and savings accounts. And so when I put money into those every month, I add those so I can see what my net worth is pretty easily. It's the same spreadsheet. Um, so it's the same thing. Um, but I, so I actually don't believe in using credit cards for, for life. Um, what I do is I manipulate my credit score. That's how I use credit cards. So what mm. I do is, I will put $500 on my credit card. And I talked about this in my book that's coming out. I'll put $500, let's say, on my credit card. And then I'll pay the minimum payment, which is like $35 every month. And then when that's paid off, I'll do it again. Mm. So that, because your score will go up. if Based on the payment history. Exactly. So all I'm doing mm. is manipulating my credit score. That's the only thing I use credit cards for is manipulation. I don't use them to live life. I think everyone should get to the point. I mean, you're obviously using your credit cards. Um, you know, you're paying them off every week or every month or whatever. But I think everyone should get to the point where they don't need credit to live. Um, because there's really no reason to live above your means. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I... 
because I pay mine off so quickly, I never have a running balance and mm-hmm. I like it for like points. Like I've gotten several flights for free because of points. And I have a friend who's a major travel hacker and maybe one day we'll have her on, but I'm not like a travel hacker or anything. It's just kind of like, oh, well, it's a nice perk of the credit card. And I trust myself to like not overspend on it. And, um, I have enough of an emergency fund that I don't need the credit card as like an emergency thing, but Mm -hmm. like you said, it is good for our credit scores. And I have gotten two mortgages for at a very low rates for having a good credit score. So we can talk about credit scores another day, but budgeting is really where you need to start. And I have people who have come to me and asked me like, Hey, I need help with my money. I'm like, okay, do you even know how much you spend? You know, that's my first question. And I'm like, go find out how much you spend. And I never hear from them again. (laughs) Wow. Because it's hard. Wow. Yeah. I've never thought about that. So you think that there's people out there who are spending all of their money? Like, is that the, is that the issue that their spending habits are, are bad? I think that people are not just spending all their money, but they're spending more than their own money. Right, right. Right. I mean, this is America. We this live on America, credit, baby. <laughs> you know, I not think you and I. That, but... Yeah, I think a part of that is, is psychological and a part of it is wanting to keep up with the Joneses. Um, I think that was something that was really hard for me because I know where I grew up having a nice car was a sign that you had made it Mm -hmm. or having luxury items, luxury bags. And when I first started making money, I struggled because I was like, should I buy, like, should I buy a BMW? Should I buy something so Mm -hmm. that people know I'm not, you know, I'm different. I made it like, you know, and And I will say that's also a minority thing too. Yes. Right. Like, uh, like my parents would have wanted me to buy a BMW, I think, because Mm -hmm. then they could tell their friends that their daughter drives a BMW. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally get that. Like they're proud and they want some outward sign. Right. But it's like a BMW is a horrible investment. Oh my (laughs) God. Is it? Do you know how much BMWs depreciate? They're ridiculous. Like if you buy a two or three year old BMW, it's like, $20,000 like wow a car that was $50,000 three years ago that's so bad um like I said I have bought new cars before (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) I have lost a lot of money on cars I love cars but I know what you mean so you wanted to keep up with the Joneses um even though nobody around you is really a Jones right you're just trying to be the Joneses for people True. I think clothes too, like in the black community, I feel like that's a really big thing. Like people want to stunt on them. Okay. (laughs) Like they want to dress really nicely, high fashion. I think that's a big thing. Hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, I felt like, so I ended up not buying anything luxurious. Um, Mm -hmm. I shop at Target. I really like Target. Um, (laughs) But I think people are like, what's wrong with you? Like, do you not have money? Like, why do you have on Target clothes? But like, uh, realistically, I'm not even around that many minorities anyway. <laughs> These are comfortable. That's why. Target has very good quality clothes. 
for very cheap, in my opinion. Yeah, I would say decent quality for a decent price. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just to wrap up our budgeting thing is I think you need to be real with yourself, right? Just really look at your accounts, look at how much your average paycheck is, where can you cut back? What do you spend a lot on? How much of your subscriptions do you really use or watch? Like right now I'm like debating cutting out Hulu, right? Cause I don't really watch it and it's only $13, but it's something, you know, and I am a full-time PhD student. So what business do I have having Netflix, Hulu, Amazon prime, Disney plus, and God knows what else cable. <laughs> my cable yeah, so comes with my apartment. So I don't pay for cable. Let it, let it be known. That's nice. So I actually agree. Um, I just canceled my Hulu and my CBS access account. I don't have cable. I have not had cable since 2016. Yes. So I don't. Yeah, it's, what's the point? And, I got so much other stuff to do. And also commercials. Like, why are we still watching TV with commercials? Um, yeah, I think we can wrap it up for, for the budgeting episode. And if people have questions, you can always email us our email on our website. We have an Instagram and check out Amber's books that we mentioned in the previous episode on Amazon, Google, yeah. uh, you can do Amber Porter money moves, right? At Amazon. Yes. Search Amber Porter money moves in Amazon and you will find all of my work. Okay. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.